Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Welcome in. Thanks for checking out On The Mark, episode 72, a big one. Christian Leitner, one of the greatest college basketball players of all time, underrated NBA career as well, will be on the podcast today. And also Jerry Palm, CBS Sports college basketball expert. Jerry, always with the prediction of who's going to be in the tournament and then with the brackets as well. So we'll talk some college hoops with Jerry. Before we start with Christian Leitner, a couple things on college hoops for me. Number one, for the record, I'm an NBA guy. I love college basketball, but I love, love, love the NBA. However, this tournament has been phenomenal, and this college basketball season with Zion Williamson, that has really made my interest peak. I mean, I've never seen a player like Zion, neither of you, neither has anyone, right? Who is he? I don't know. I'm going to ask Leitner about who he compares himself to. So Christian will have an interesting answer on that. Uh, I'll ask the same question to Jerry Palm as well. But for me, I'll, if I go old school, it's kind of like Dominique Wilkins with the leaping ability meets Shaq slash Barkley with the strength. And then it's the speed. I mean, when Zion gets a rebound and starts pushing up the floor, oh my God, right? So it's almost like he's a guard. It's just bizarre to me that you've got the power, you've got the speed, you've got the leaping ability, shoots it pretty well for a freshman in college. So let's just hope that uh, the Chicago Bulls, who are number four in the draft lottery, somehow, some way end up with Zion Williamson because that would be awesome and quite frankly the Bulls need it so I've enjoyed myself some college hoop this year one thing that is sticking out too from the tournament and just college hoops in general John Calipari gets a lifetime deal at Kentucky what a proud representative of college hoops wins vacated at UMass wins vacated at Memphis Who knows how the hell he's getting his players at Kentucky, and now a lifetime deal. If that's not the epitome of college hoops, I don't know what is. And then, look who's in the Final Four. Oh, it's Bruce Pearl. What's up, Bruce Pearl? Great job taping taping Deion Thomas way back in the day when you were assistant in Iowa under Tom Davis. Back when Deion Thomas went to Illinois, that's for the old school hoopers. And then more recently, Tennessee, have a barbecue, all sorts of improprieties going on, tells his coaches, lie to the NCAA, gets caught, banned, show cause, penalty, all of it. 
But right when that ends, there's Auburn racing into Hiram. Don't forget Chuck Person outed, one of the biggest guys out, one of the biggest names outed in the most recent college basketball scandal. I mean, Bruce Pearl has cheated every place he's ever been. And now in the Final Four. I'm sure he did that legally. But in essence, that is uh, sort of something you have to, I guess, embrace in college basketball. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Get over it, Carmen, I guess. Although, just makes me sick on some level. Pay the players. How about a little bit of, uh, I don't know, an annuity? They're selling Zion's jersey in the Duke bookstore. Should he not get some royalties on that down the line? Not that he's going to need it. But there should be something for these guys, and maybe that would go a long way to eliminating some of the cheating. I don't know. It just uh, it continues to feel off for me. On that note, let's uh, bring in Christian Leitner. Great time of year to be talking to Christian Leitner. Worked with Land Lakes. We'll get to that in a second. Christian, I know you've been asked about this, but what was it like for you watching Duke this year? All season long, or or the loss the other night? Uh, let, let's go with the loss the other night. I was enjoying the game very much, like everyone else. And then when they lost, I got, got sad and and depressed a little bit. I love when Duke does well. Obviously, I'm almost 50 years old, so these these the kids playing now could be my kids. When they do well, it it, it feels like it's part of my family doing well. And when they lose, it feels like my family's losing. So. I was not happy on uh, Saturday night or whenever they played and, or on Sunday. And it, I'm going to be up at the Final Four this weekend, and, and I'm disappointed that Duke's not going to be there. Do you think the better team won? On that night, the better team won. And the thing that I can appreciate the most is that Michigan State did exactly what they do. Michigan State and Tom Izzo teams, they're known for being – physical and very good defensive team and very good rebounding team and and that's exactly what they did against Duke the other night and you know I I haven't seen Zion get bumped around very much over the course of the season but against Michigan State the other night he was he was getting bumped a little bit because the Michigan State team has some juniors and some seniors on the team and some some physical men adult men on the team that were uh, playing a very tough game very tough style of play what, what do you like about Zion most on, on the next level and, and what you saw this year what I like the most is that I hope he just doesn't get injured for the next five years because if he stays healthy we're going to see some unbelievable dunks and unbelievable block shots and unbelievable plays from that young kid on the basketball court he's the most the most athletic and powerful and dynamic jumper I've ever seen on the court Right? I mean, there's really no comparison for him. That No one's ever played the game at that, side with, at that size, with that speed, as a freshman, you know, coming into the NBA. It, it's unheard of. Well, if you took Bo Jackson at his prime and turned him 6'7 and put him on the basketball court, I think that would be kind of what Zion is. He's just a supreme athlete. Zion reminds me a little of Shaq within five or six feet of the bucket because Shaq was unstoppable when he got the ball six feet from the bucket, and and Zion's a lot like that. He reminds me a little bit of LeBron in the full-court situation. 
And then he reminds me of Barkley on how good he is at pursuing the ball and rebounding the ball and dominating the ball. Is it fair to say that you basically helped change the narrative of Duke basketball? Like, if this loss happened this year when you were there, everybody would be saying, see, Duke can't win the big game, soft. Well, you're right, and I appreciate you saying that because, yeah, they used to call us soft before we won our first championship. And and they don't seem to say that anymore about Duke, which is awesome. No basketball program likes to be called soft. No basketball player likes to be called soft. So it doesn't seem like they say that anymore. And I think when Duke teams lose nowadays, all you can really chalk it up to is that they're all freshmen. And, and Coach K just doesn't have them for a long enough time to turn them into champions. So... I can't tell you how much better a basketball player I was when I was a senior compared to a freshman year. So um, it's tough, and Coach K does a very good job with it. But in the tournament, when you run into some you know, teams that have junior, senior leadership, that makes a huge difference. That experience and that upperclassmen, having some upperclassmen on your team makes a huge difference. How much longer do you think Coach K is going to continue to do this? I think he's got three to five more years in him. He looks good. He looks like he enjoys it. He looks like he still has passion for the game. I know he still has intensity for the game. So I think he's going to do it for at least three to five more years. Some people are pointing, say, this has got to be the toughest loss for Coach K. You've got you know, three lottery picks probably in the top six in the draft, and yet you, you don't make it to the final four. That's just talking heads or you know saying that or people's opinions i think when he looks in the mirror he might say yeah i wish we could have done better but that whole freshman thing is um it's very difficult to overcome and then when you play against junior or senior laden teams that's difficult to overcome too so i can see why michigan state you know was able to come away with a win the other night What's your advice to college kids, Christian, who are not only getting yelled at in the arenas like you, you know, when you played, you took on a ton, but now you've got it on Twitter and Instagram. What's your advice to guys who are dealing with the haters coming at them? <laughs> My advice would be you got to have a blind eye. You got to have a blind eye to everything on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and you got to just not look at that stuff because if you look at it, it's going to affect you a little bit and you don't want to be affected by all that other crap out there. You want to be affected by your parents and by what coach K says and, and by your teachers and the important people in your life. Not, not everything else. Would a 19, 20 year old Christian later, would you have been able to do that? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure when I was 20 at Duke that coach K would have, you know, advised us, stay away from that stuff. Put your phone down a little bit. Don't, don't hinge your life and your, the happiness that you have on the inside. Don't hinge it on Twitter and Facebook and all that crap. Hinge it on how I say you're doing. Hinge it on what your parents say you're doing. Who's the best team left in the tournament in your mind? I think Virginia, and I hope Virginia wins. But gosh dang, Texas Tech is really good. They're they're the best in the country, I think, defensively. 
And then Auburn scores a lot of points, and they're one of the best teams offensively, and I really like that Harper kid. Um, He's just a great point guard for them. So I hope Virginia wins. Let's talk about who you're working with today, Lando Lakes, which invited students from seven universities to create the Lando Lakes bot shot. We've got robots that can shoot as well as Christian Leitner did against Kentucky. We're all being eliminated here. Robots can shoot the ball better than us. Yeah, it's just a neat idea. They sent seven schools a box of metal parts, and they said create a bot that can take some shots. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that at the main event on Sunday at De La Salle High School. But it's just to raise awareness to, you know, the youngsters and everyone across the country that there's good stuff in the agricultural world and in and, and the farming business, and Land of Lakes is a big part of that, and they're one of the leaders in the technology and in the agricultural business. You had a great career but the way the game's played now with the stretch four, I think that would have been a field day for Christian Leitner. What do you think? And the stretch five. <laughs> yeah, right. I had a field day when I was in there. So um, if it would be a little easier and a little more fun nowadays, that would be fine. But I had a blast when I was there, and I wish I could still be playing in the NBA. Um, I'm 50 now, but I'd give everything to be 25 back playing in the NBA. Do you like watching it, the style they're playing? I love watching it. When I was in high school, I I strived to be a big guy that had skills like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And nowadays, all the centers are shooting three-pointers, and all the centers can pretty much bring the ball up the court. So it's great to see how the game's evolved. Everyone has guard skills now. There's centers out there that get triple-doubles, so it, it makes the game fun to watch. And last one, since you mentioned Magic, I've seen this clip go around where Magic's talking about this dream team scrimmage, Magic versus Michael, and everyone's going at it. And Magic says, we, we, did, we gave them Leitner. We didn't want a college guy on our team. So you're watching this at home. What, what's, what's the reaction to Magic? I laugh so hard I fall out of my chair because he's, <laughs> he's telling the truth. They didn't want me, and it, it makes me laugh. I loved being on teams where they didn't need me to play good for us to win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that That's called no pressure. And I love being on teams where there's no pressure. I love being in situations where there's no pressure. So I laugh when he says that, and it's just him teasing a little bit, being funny and being magic, and I love when he says it. Christian, great to talk to you. Appreciate the time. Great to talk to Christian Leitner. I really enjoyed that conversation. How about that? Extend out Bo Jackson. I love that Leitner went completely off the board and brought in football, baseball, Bo. That was super cool. Throw in some Shaq. Really fun to talk to Christian Leitner. And I just have a ton of respect for, hated him back in the day for the record, but I have a ton of respect for Leitner in that he didn't care seemingly, or maybe he did, but he plowed through it. You don't like me, whatever. I'm out here trying to win basketball games. And by the way, I'm also going to push my teammates. He did not make life comfortable for Bobby Hurley or really any of his Duke teammates in trying to get that team to be as best as it could be. And they hung banners and played in incredible games and entertained us. Go Christian Leitner. The NBA career... A solid one, kind of nondescript, but 
somebody that you'll always remember uh, from college hoops for sure. All right, on that note, let's bring in Jerry Palm, CBS Radio, CBS Sports. Jerry is an expert in college hoops, always does the brackets beforehand, lets you know if your team's going to be in there or not in there. And then, of course, with the predictions. Jerry, great to be with you today. Appreciate you taking time. It's always good to have somebody on the show who did not get one pick wrong all tournament long. Your final four intact. Congratulations. Well, thanks for having me on, and I wish you were correct about the not having any picks go wrong part, but uh, unfortunately I missed a couple or six. So what was your biggest surprise from the tournament to this point? The biggest surprise at this point has got to be Auburn in the Final Four. Uh, you know, that's a team that, that they near lost to New Mexico State in the opening round. In fact, really tried hard to lose to New Mexico State, but New Mexico State just wanted that loss a little bit more. Um, and then, you know, two great games against Kansas and North Carolina. Uh, you know, Auburn was a team that was a, a preseason borderline top 10 team that never really quite played to that level until the last game of the regular season when they beat Tennessee. And that started some mo- real momentum for them through the SEC tournament. Uh, they've been able to carry it over, even after losing one of their top guys, Okeke, in the game against North Carolina, uh, they still are able to come back and beat Kentucky, a team that has beaten them twice in the regular season. And uh, you really got to give them a lot of credit for this uh, run through the tournament to get to this point. But to me, that's the biggest surprise. So here's my problem with Auburn, Jerry. And I know he's a very gregarious fellow, and maybe he even has a good heart too. But I don't know – if it's good for college basketball that Bruce Pearl is back on the stage to this level. I mean, I you know, if he was rehabbing himself coming back from his latest stint in uh, you know, at a Division 2 school, that to me would feel more comfortable. But to jump right back in at Auburn, immediately all these guys want to come and now he's in the final four. That just feels a little bit off and yet also a little bit too much like college basketball all at the same time. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, and I, you know, that's a program where uh, when the news story broke about the feds going into college basketball, one of those first people arrested was uh, one of Auburn's all-time great detectives and uh, who was an assistant on Coach Pearl's staff. Uh, and, and then, you know, there was thought that he might not even survive uh, up until the beginning of last regular season uh, because he wasn't really cooperating with Auburn. But uh, that changed and he stuck and got started in the Final Four. Although when you look at these four institutions, uh, that might not feel the greatest, um, but what happened at Michigan State, although the basketball program was not involved, uh, what happened at Michigan State over the last couple of years that has come out about that school's athletic department is uh, significantly worse. Yeah, there's no question, and that's a, that's another point. Uh, Tom, is it Teflon Tom? I and and look, he's he's had he's an incredible coach. I thought his. Uh, incident in the tournament this year was sort of a reminder that as you get older you don't want to turn into Bobby Knight slash Woody Hayes right and 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 that 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 moment was right on the line but uh it is interesting how Michigan State and and Tom have have sort of that that is people don't I haven't heard much talk about that at all Jerry well you know that incident where he's you know going after Aaron Henry and I say going after I mean verbally you know you talk about Bobby Knight and Woody Hayes and Bobby Knight, there's video of him uh, attacking Neil Reed. 
uh, Woody Hayes punched a, an opponent's player, you know, and Tom Izzo was never a threat to get physical with Aaron Henry. You know, he was just, you know, out of control yelling at him. Um, so it's a different thing to me. But it's, uh, you know, his team and his his players on his current team and his past players, you know, back him up as a as a guy that they all really like. And Tom's got a lot of old school in him. And that's a, that was a bit of an old school moment. But uh, it's a guy who also knows how to relate to, to younger players today, too. So, I mean, he's a, he's a great coach. He's always been a great coach. Um, and uh, I, I don't look at that particular incident as anything on the scale of a lot of the stuff that goes on in college basketball. No, it, it, it wasn't, but he, he did get up in the huddle and had to be sort of restrained by his teammates. I'm not saying he was going to hit him. I am going a little it's, – it, uh, that, that's, you know, that, that's a huge leap. But it does make me think, you know, what perhaps, you know, he would – he didn't seem to have great control over himself at the moment. That's, I guess, what I'm no, getting at. Uh, no, and, and I imagine it's not like that probably even in practice because, you know, in the heat of a game it's probably a little bit different than just trying to go through practice. Right, fair, fair enough. Who who do you like in the Final Four here, Jerry? Well, I like Virginia. Yeah, I got to see him down there in Louisville. Uh, with uh, you know, I didn't I didn't see too much of the Oregon game uh, because it was I had to go. But uh, he, I saw some on TV, and then I saw him in person against Purdue. Uh, you know, Virginia is such a good team on both ends of the floor, and that's what's different about this team versus past Virginia teams is that they're one of the top offensive efficiency teams in the country, and they still defend you very well, unless you're Carson Edwards. And I don't know that anybody could have defended Carson Edwards that day, but um, unless Auburn has somebody go off on a Carson Edwards kind of run, I think it's very difficult for Auburn to handle. Uh, the Michigan State-Texas Tech game, for me, is a little bit closer because Texas Tech defense is so good as well. I just think that Michigan State is going to have the best player on the floor and Cassius Winston and I think generally better guys around it than Jared Culver has as well. So I, I like Michigan State in that game too, but I feel like that one's going to be closer. Um, and then I like, you know, Virginia to cut down the nets. I mean, I just think that's the best team, you know, complete team left in this tournament. How has Chris Beard done this at Texas Tech? He's done it the same way he's done it everywhere he's been, with great defense and guys that know their roles and are willing to play hard, and he's got enough offense and usually has a – you know, a couple of guys that can play pretty well uh, that are good offensive players too, but are willing to do what it takes to to execute what he likes defensively. I mean, it's, he's got a style that's really effective. And I think, you know, when if you play good defense, and this is true about, you know, Virginia, uh, generally Michigan, uh, although they had a horrible offensive game against Texas Tech. But, you know, the, the teams that play really good defense, you've always got a chance because your defense can keep you in the game when your offense is struggling. And, uh, and that, I think, is what Chris Beard has been able to do at Texas Tech. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports. Let's wrap up here with uh, Zion Williamson. Uh, you know, the one and done apparently is going to go away here, which I think is a good thing. But we haven't had a guy like this, even for one season in college basketball in a long time, Jerry. Who do, who do you compare him to? Like, I, I, you know, Christian Leitner, we're talking to him today. And he said, if you extended out Bo Jackson, throw in Shaquille O'Neal, and then have some LeBron James. I mean, this is one, you know, you really, really unique dude who yeah. made college basketball a lot more fun, I think, for the masses this year than college basketball has been in a long time. I don't really have a good comparison for him. I mean, I think, you know, you kind of alluded to this. He's got a little bit in him of different guys. He's not as big as Shaq, but he's big, and he's got some 
some guard skills. I mean, we've seen some great passing from him this year. He can handle the ball. Um, he can shoot from the outside. It might not be his biggest strength. Um, but he can jump out of the gym. Um, but he's it, just built bigger than guys with his skill set usually have. And he's a, he's kind of a unique guy. I, I don't really watch a lot of the NBA in large part because my job gets in the way. But also, I just don't like the NBA game as much. But I might – uh, make more of an effort to watch him at the next level because I want to see what he can do. Uh, he's a, he's a different kind of guy, that's for sure. Now that is where we disagree, Jerry. What do you got against the NBA? Oh, I just I just think it's too much. You know, stand around and wait for the fourth quarter kind of stuff. I don't. It just doesn't excite me over eighty two games. Uh, the playoffs are better. I like the playoffs. I just think there's a greater sense of urgency. I don't think you get much of that in the regular season, certainly not like you do in, for the most of part of college basketball. All right, then. As a, as a college hoop aficionado, expert, all of it, what would be the Jerry Palm one recommendation to make college hoop better? College hoop's better. Better officiating, Oh God, which so- I haven't got an easy fix for because – it's more likely to get worse instead of better because you're having trouble getting guys to go into it uh, at the lower level, youth level, high school level. Uh, and as that pool of officials uh, erodes, then you end up with guys, you know, in college that, you know, I mean, some of these guys are really pretty good. In fact, a lot of them are pretty good, but they work so many games. It just seems like it's uh, um it, it, I think it wears on you as the season goes on. But I think better and more consistent officiating would make college basketball better. When the offensive player has the advantage, don't blow your whistle. Enough with the touch fouls. Nobody wants to come out here and see you ref. We want to see the game of basketball. Free throws are boring. If I was the commissioner, that's what I would do. <laughs> well, you know, you're actually seeing less free throws, I think, in general. I mean, there are some... You'd be surprised how many games where teams don't even shoot high free throws in a game. You see, because the game has become more of a jump shooter's game, and so you know, unless you're a guy who can jump shoot and get into the post, as many free throws. Guys like Ryan Klein for Purdue, who's strictly a jump shooter, got a free throw line. I bet he didn't have a hundred free throws in his entire career at Purdue. He just hardly ever got there because he's a three point shooter. Maybe I'm hypersensitive. I'm sitting there watching the Big Ten all season long, mainly. And me too. <laughs> it just it, that's what it seems like to me. I just see a lot of you know uh, armbar, hand on the waist, foul. Don't call that. Just keep the game moving. But okay, maybe maybe I'm nitpicking away here. It's interesting though. The am I too old to be an official here, Jerry? I'll, I'll go lower level and, and climb up. I'm 45. Can I make that? Can will they will they take me? As a potential Boy, you'd candidate, have to, you'd have to totally devote yourself to it to get enough experience uh, to get up there while you still have your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Palm, CBS Sports. Great to talk to you, sir. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to episode seventy-two of On the Mark. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Please subscribe, leave a comment, say something nice. If you want to email me with any ideas for the show, people you'd like to have on, feel free. Mark dot at gmail.com. Thanks to Jerry Palm for being on, and thanks to Christian Leitner. Hope you enjoy the podcast. We will see you with episode 73.
Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 